In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Happy Easter, my friends. Happy Easter. One more time. Happy Easter, my friends. Happy Easter. We are still in our Easter season. I feel like I'm soaking up every last chance to say Happy Easter. We are so in our Easter season, in fact, that in today's gospel, it is still that first Easter day, or rather it's that first Easter night after Mary Magdalene had met the risen Jesus in the garden, after another two disciples walked with him on the road to Emmaus, it's just now night, and the disciples are still gathered in that upper room, talking over these things, marveling at them, wondering about them. It is still that first Easter, and the disciples can scarcely believe the miracles that seem to be happening all around them. If this is all starting to sound pretty familiar brownie points to you, we're still in the same place and the same time as last week's gospel from John, where Jesus appears to his astonished and frightened disciples and says to them, peace be with you. Peace be with you. And just as without doubtful Thomas, Jesus shows them his wounded hands and his feet. This moment is so beautiful to me. Jesus tells his friends not to be afraid, to look at him, his body. He says, see that this is I myself. Touch me and see. And he asks them if they have anything to eat. This long Easter day, this day of miracles, it was his day too. Having conquered death itself, he has now spent the day encountering beloved friends, being embraced by them, walking with them, talking with them, being carried along by those same scarred feet. When they reached Emmaus, he broke a loaf of bread in those same wounded hands, and gave it to his disciples to eat. And now in Jerusalem, he's just standing there, greeting them, asking them to really look at him, to look at him. This is the resurrection. This is God's light again breaking into the world, bringing glad tidings of peace. This is it. This is the moment of God's greatest triumph. And it is so simple. It is so intimate. Christ has risen and stands before his disciple in a body just as fragile as theirs is, just as fragile as ours are, just as fragile and familiar and precious. Touch me and see, he tells them, you are witnesses of these things. That to be redeemed is not to be made perfect or to have your past erased, but it is to be made whole. We are God's witnesses, and we are also God's children. John distills the call of resurrection so simply, so perfectly, that we are God's children, 
and that we should see what love the Father has given us, all of us, that that is so. Beloved, we are God's children now, he writes. What we will be has not yet been revealed. We are God's children now. We are God's children in human lives and human bodies that God himself has made and has lived in and therefore knows. John writes that the world does not know us because it did not know God. And I have been turning it over and over in my mind that we too are a part of this world. And so often this means that we do not know ourselves. We are afraid of our own mortality, our fragility, and in that fear, we cannot know ourselves. Some of us even despise ourselves for our weaknesses. And in that, we hold ourselves back from new life in Christ, a love that doesn't make us perfect, but it does make us whole. I know many of you are so tired and so done in by what we are living through. I know it because some of you tell us, and for the rest of you, it's my best guess because I know that that is how I feel. I have heard so many people in my life tell me how they are struggling and in the same breath judge themselves for that, as though it was a failing, as though they should be better by now as though Jesus' greatest miracles were not healing miracles. Our human fragility, our vulnerability, is exactly where our vulnerable God performed his greatest acts of love. But it's hard to accept that, to believe that that could really mean us. So often, I think we give up trying. This world does not know us because it did not know God. And for us children of God, all too often that means we do not know ourselves. We can't help but think that triumph and right will announce themselves. We proclaim Jesus as our risen Lord, but we struggle to live into his example of servant leadership, of sacrificial love. We do not have what should be a Christian's healthy suspicion of power. John writes that everyone who commits sin is guilty of lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. Everyone who does what is right is righteous. Little children, let no one deceive you. Last May, we watched one man murder another man on national television. And now we're waiting on the results of a trial to see if we can believe our own eyes, our own hearts. And in the three weeks since this trial began, more than three people a day, more than three people a day for the past three weeks have been killed by police officers. Dante writes, son will grow up without the father that loved him. Adam Toledo was 13 years old. We are witnesses of these things. We cannot insist 
that this is the way that justice is meant to work. We just can't. And that doesn't even get into all the other shootings and violence that have been drowning our country in these last weeks. In this country, we use race to oppress one another. We use gender. We use the concept of law and order. We use violence. We use class and money. There's always a reason, if we need one, to deny someone their full humanity. To bear the pain of the world, we close off the reality of other people's bodies, of their lives, or we despise them in their fear and weakness. As if God himself did not rise up in a broken body, as if God himself does not redeem us with his body, broken for us. Little children, we do not know ourselves. And now it is still Easter. It is still Easter, and we can and should still be lit up by the hope and joy of God's promise to us, God's victory for us. And we have to hold the hope of Christ's kingdom with the realities of this one. We have to let this violence unsettle us. We have to let this hatred and disregard for human life wound us too. The physical resurrection of Jesus, says the theologian Debbie Thomas, is God's definitive offering of both compassion and justice. All that has been taken, broken, mistreated, wronged, forgotten, will be restored. We are redeemed by this. We hope in this, that our end, whatever that end may be, is not the end of our life in God. We can be made new people in Christ's resurrection. And the world, all people on this earth, can be made new people by it. It is still Easter, and we have new life in us. We are witnesses of these things, of Christ's love and redemption of our fragile humanity. For, beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this. When God is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. Lord, help us to see ourselves as we are, that we might surrender our pride and be filled with your love. Lord, make all your children new. Lord, make all your children whole. Amen. Amen.